Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose show, where we put your health and happiness as our number one priority. I'm your host, Carrie Faith, and I'll be sharing a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to create your masterpiece called Life. I believe that with faith and inspired action, anything and everything is possible. And when you combine it with purpose, there is absolutely no limit to your success. I share my own personal struggles and triumphs while exposing global perspectives about happiness, health, and well-being. We combine talks around spirituality, psychology, and self-development to align your mind, body, and soul. Together, we connect, create, and transform from the inside out. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, tea, or if you're anything like me, a glass of water, or perhaps even some champagne, while we carry faith on purpose together. Hello and welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Faith, and I am coming to you right here, right now at a first time experience. A first time experience, not with this podcast because I already have some episodes, but a first time experience with myself going through a Tony Robbins live event. So history is being made right here, right now, no matter where you are around the world. And I am making history alongside 20,000 or 22,000 other human souls that are attending this Unleash the Power Within virtual event with Tony Robbins. Now, I've been following Tony Robbins for the past, I would say, five years and haven't really deep-dived into his work until the past two years, since 2019, when I joined the Knowledge Broker Blueprint program with Dean Graciosi and Tony Robbins. And ever since then, I've been transforming my my life, transforming my business, and transforming those around me through the teachings and the philosophies and the beliefs around mindset, around success principles, around fulfillment. Now, I've been studying these, ironically, since 1990s. I think I have said that in a previous episode that I started studying psychology in, I believe it was 1994, not to date myself or anything. I can't believe how long ago that is and was, but I attended in high school. I chose to take an elective my junior year in high school, and the elective was psychology. So I've been studying about the mind for many, many decades. And 
ever since I stopped going to college at the age of 21, I started deep diving into understanding happiness and why humans do the things they do and why humans suffer the way we do. But like I said, it hasn't been until the past two years that I've really taken and embraced the ideas of having community in this self-development journey. But today, I really want to talk to you about gratitude because this is day one of my seminar with Tony Robbins. I'm about eight hours into it, and I've had the most emotional day. I don't know if you can hear that in my voice, but I've had the most emotional day so far, and it isn't bad emotions. It's all been so pure and so raw, the emotions, that it's been pure happiness and fulfillment and feeling through the lens of love in my heart. It's like my heart is embodying every cell of my body. I feel like I'm submerged in water with love and it's coming through in tears of my eyes and I just can't stop it. But that's why I had to come here and share this love and emotion and pure gratitude for where I am right here, right now, and that is with you. So I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for you being here right now on this journey. I am here because I'm here to serve. I am here because I'm here to love. I am here because the world needs to encapsulate the idea of love and joy and gratitude, not through our minds, but through our hearts. And with embodying love every day, every moment, every second of suffering must be embodied through love. So I wanted to talk about gratitude and how gratitude has changed my life and how gratitude can change your life as well. And it's not just the superficial idea of being grateful. It's not just the superficial expression on what we call um, American Thanksgiving. It's about having gratitude as a habit, having gratitude as our home, having gratitude as our default emotion, our default state, our default story, our default everything. When we can come from a place of pure gratitude is when every cell in your body will feel empowered, empowered. Your cells are actually on a cellular atomic level. If you 
think of thoughts of pure gratitude, you're going to feel it from head to tippy toe. It's going to radiate from you as my voice radiates from me the gratitude I have for you right here with me and allowing me to serve you, to teach you what I've learned through psychology, through human behavior, through healing my own sick mind, my own sick body, my own tortured soul. I'm here to teach you that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you. Ironically, my senior project in college was titled My senior project was titled Gratitude and Its Effect on One's Overall Well-Being. And the only reason I was able to write my this thesis paper around the idea of gratitude is because of the study of positive psychology. If I would have tried to write a college paper, not only a college paper, but a senior thesis capstone project around gratitude in 1995, I would have been laughed at literally laughed out. But because our world is evolving and changing, we see the importance of gratitude and it's found a place in the study of psychology. It's found its place in the ability to heal. It's found its place to make change in the world at a cellular level, at a spiritual level, at a soul level, at a research and educational level. Gratitude is everything, my friends. Now, how do we make gratitude a habit? How do we live gratitude every single day? And how do we share that gratitude every single day? Well, first start, we and you... I highly recommend journal every single day. Journal journal every single day. And all the great thought leaders now are telling me and telling everyone as the message to write down three things you're grateful for. But I'm going to tell you, that's a great place to start. But don't stop there. Don't stop at three things because to utilize gratitude at its greatest strength and to feel it and breathe it and live it and to make it your home 24-7, we must not just write down three things that we're grateful for. If you don't yet write down and journal every single day, please start right here, right now. Start today, start in the morning when you wake up, write down three things you're grateful for. But for me, I always write down at least 10. And once I get three, once I get 10, I don't even know where to stop. It's hard for me to stop. And that's how we make gratitude a habit. Yes, we have to take the tiny steps. So taking the tiny steps means to start somewhere and to write down three things you're grateful for. But when you realize that you can be grateful for so 
much more than we realize is when we can really start embodying the change and the transformation on a cellular level. And that's how we fully heal. That's how we evolve past our concept of reality. That's how we can make global changes is through this idea of gratitude. So that's the first step to take is write down three things, but I'm going to say write down 10 because I always like to go a little bit above and beyond. I just don't want to settle for what's at surface level. And if you don't want to settle for what's at surface level, then write down at least 10 things every single day, please. And what's the second step to embodying gratitude daily? It's learning the ability to reframe, learning the ability to reframe. And I refer to this as the ABCs of positive mindset or positive mindset mastery. It's really all about making gratitude a default in our thinking, how we can annihilate the this term called ANTS, which ANTS is an acronym for automatic negative thinking. Now, for me being a former depressed person, for me being a formerly diagnosed manic depressive person, for me being a former chronically debilitating anxiety, generalized anxiety disorder identity for having that, this is the way I got rid of depression, anxiety, addiction, so many ants, so many things that were destructive in my own life and other people's lives. So the ability to apply the ABCs of positive mindset or positive mindset mastery and the ability to reframe is going to be life-changing for you as well. So what are the ABCs of positive mindset? The A is adversity. And it doesn't even have to necessarily be adversity. Like you're might be previously thinking what adversity is. Adversity can be something as small as, you know, feeling frustrated or feeling annoyed or even being bored. Any thought, feeling, or emotion that is below your neutral set point. So, Think of having a set point where you feel normal every single day. Now, an adversity is anything below that feeling of normalcy for you. Identify the adversity. Let's say it's frustration. Now, to move on to the B of the ABCs, the B is the belief that is creating the C, which is a consequence. So A is adversity or just any type of feeling below normalcy. B is that there's a belief around that thought, feeling, emotion, adversity that's creating the consequence, which is an outcome or result. And usually when you're frustrated, you know, your heart might beat faster, your throat might tighten, you might sweat, you might curse, you might yell, you might blame, 
it's a slippery slope, right? So that's why it's important to identify the A, which is the adversity, and identify the B, which is the belief, which is creating a consequence, which can be a sensation in your body, which can be an action that you don't want to maybe yell at your kids. Maybe you don't want to yell at your spouse or curse at the driver that is being reckless on the road. Whatever you're frustrated about, there is a consequence to that frustration. So if you're not producing a C consequence, which is a result outcome, that you're 100% happy with and satisfied with, then we're going to move on to the D-E-F-N-G. I'm taking you somewhere. I promise. The D is that you're going to disassociate or you're going to detach from the C, which is the consequence, or the A, which is the adversity you're going to detach from that. You are not your feelings. We are not our feelings. We are so much more. And when you can come from it from a place of heart, love, compassion, gratitude, we realize that our heart was there before we came into this world, before we were birthed from our mothers. We had a heart and it wasn't our feelings and our thoughts and our emotions. It was pure energy vibration that was beating. I know if you're a mother, if you're a parent, and you saw that first image of a sonogram of your child, I bet you saw that heart and your heart probably beat differently from that moment forward. Your mind thought differently because when you can see an image of a child inside a human being, it is miraculous how that can be. And that's why when we go there to the heart is when we are so much more than just our emotions, our thoughts, and our feelings. So detach from that thought, feeling, and emotion. And then we're going to go to the E, which is the A, B, C, D, E of positive mindset, which is evaluate. Evaluate the consequence. Evaluate that feeling that you're not 100% happy with. Evaluate it from your heart, not necessarily your mind even. Evaluate it from the heart. And then we're going to move on to the F, which is the framing of it. Imagine taking a picture on your digital device, a digital picture. This is something we didn't have the ability to do when I first got into photography in the 20th century. But imagine taking a picture and on your cell phone and you look at that picture and then you zoom in, right? You zoom in or even you crop that picture. You're going to get a different view of that picture when you zoom in, when you just focus on a tiny square of that picture, when you crop it to just the tree and maybe not the the family photo that 
the picture was originally of. Just crop a little tiny picture or piece of that photo. And that's how we frame and reframe our adversity. That's how we frame and reframe the consequence, the outcome, the feeling, the emotion that we are so much more. And when you can reframe and frame that and then wrap it up in a sense of appreciation. So imagine that family photo and you crop it of just a tree alongside you or you crop it of just your husband or you crop it of just your parent or you crop it of just your child and be thankful for what it is in that very small image, not the biggest image, but the smallest image. And that's where we can really embody and rely on G, gratitude, exchange the expectation for appreciation. When you can be so much more than that negative feeling, when you can be so much more from that disappointment of your outcome or the disappointment of your result, and you can just come from gratitude. So I was just in a breakout room in the Zoom, in the Zoom call, and someone shared in that that she was so frustrated that her kids would fight. And that was one thing she really wanted to resolve is to not be frustrated and get mad and hate when her kids fought. Now, if you're a parent, you know how annoying and frustrating and, you know, I hate it when my kids fight, especially in the car. Oh my gosh, especially in the car. But Imagine if you listen to your kids fighting and it's actually from a place of gratitude. Instead of saying, I'm so frustrated, I'm so angry, I'm so mad that they're bickering and yelling or punching each other even, tell yourself, I am so grateful that I had the ability and that God gave me these children to love, to nurture, to grow, to to raise. Imagine you just change the words around the fighting saying, I am so grateful and honored that I get to have these two human hearts to love. That is so so simple and it's going to change the feeling on a cellular level of frustration from your kids fighting. That's how gratitude can become a habit. That's how we can embody gratitude just by making it a default thought, feeling, emotion and come from a place of the heart because gratitude and anger cannot exist at the same time. Gratitude and hatred cannot exist at the same time. Gratitude and 
frustration, gratitude, and any negative emotion cannot exist simultaneously. So every time that you feel like defeated, that you feel sad, that you feel hopeless, that you feel helpless, that you feel unhealthy, that you are disappointed with your current situation, that you feel like you're not enough, because that is one of the most common human feelings of suffering. Suffering, It's not enough. When you can exchange the idea, the thought that you don't have enough, enough knowledge, enough money, enough love, enough of anything, when you can just shift it and put in some words around, I'm so grateful I get to breathe air today. I'm so grateful I have fresh running water to drink today. I'm so grateful that the sun has rose today. I'm so grateful that I have love. I'm so grateful I have the ability to love. All of this is going to make you feel so much happier. It's going to make you feel so much healthier. And it's going to fulfill that human need of not feeling enough. So I traveled uh, in my 20s and lived in Central America. I lived in Costa Rica for a few years, and I actually met my husband there, which is I'm so, so, so grateful that I went against the grain and decided to stay in Costa Rica when I was vacationing there. Because if I wouldn't have made that decision to stay there and to honor my soul calling me to stay there. I would not have my children. So anyhow, when I traveled throughout Central America and lived in Costa Rica, that's when I had the aha moment. I had the aha moment that happiness is not equivalent to material things. Happiness comes from freedom. Happiness comes from a sense of appreciation. The people I met through my travels had the least amount of things that I had ever seen in my entire life coming from a very privileged upbringing in the United States. That was my aha moment. Once I was first diagnosed with depression at age 20 and until that moment of traveling through Central America and seeing that happiness was not associated with achieving certain things and buying certain things, these people had so little, yet they were the happiest people I had ever seen. There were months and months and even probably half the year that I never even walked on carpet because everything was tile there. Everything was a dirt floor there. I didn't have the ability to walk in a home, which in the United States, carpet is 
pretty much customary. Well, at, at least it used to be. I know it's kind of out of fad right now, but carpet. I mean, think of that carpet. How funny. I actually missed the feeling of carpet underneath my feet when I was traveling because it was one of those things that I just took for granted. And that's the analogy that we take so much for granted in our lives. And when you can come from a place of gratitude that a lot of people in our world don't have it, a lot of people in our world don't have love, a lot of people in our world don't have clean, fresh water or healthy air to breathe, it's all about gratitude. And it's not just for that month of November in the United States where we celebrate Thanksgiving. It is every single moment of every single day, of every single way that our mind must operate to be the happiest and healthiest and most abundantly well-being humans we can be, we must embody gratitude. So my practical practice of the day for you to take away with this podcast podcast episode is to write down 10 things you're grateful for every single day. And when you get frustrated or you get mad or you get angry or sad or helpless or hopeless, go back to that list that you wrote in the morning and repeat it and repeat it and put it on repeat and replay because love cures all. Gratitude is the anecdote to any and every negative situation. So thank you so very much for being here with me right here, right now. I love you, love you, love you all. I cannot wait to meet you online offline, somewhere in between when our soul's journey meet again, hopefully next week on my next episode. And until then, always, always, always carry faith that you can and will live a happier and healthier life. Thank you for listening and investing your time with me because I believe we are all here to learn, grow, and evolve effortlessly into the future. If you enjoyed what was shared today, I encourage you to subscribe, rate, review, and share because together we can do so much more. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Carrie Faith on Purpose to find out more opportunities to uncover your deepest why.